Welcome everyone to Hit the Books. I'm Thomas Casali with Joey Kanish. Hit the Books on the Hammer Betting Network, powered by Circus Sports Kanish. Be like the pros with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips. Experience big at bets with the highest betting limits, better money line splits with the lowest hold percentage. Uh, sports betting on the go has never been easier, Kanish. Download it now. Fund your bet. Bet like a pro anywhere in Nevada or just download it. You can check the lines. Uh, Circus Sportsbook, Kanish, that's the place to be if you're in Nevada. I hope they're going to be coming out to New York soon because I need them. Hey, you, you know what? Uh, it, it's it, the, the best it gets, baby. Highest limits. Uh, and if you're if you're if you're just watching on the screen, the sharpest number. And I tell you, if, you, if you're against the circuit number, then uh, you're gonna you, that's not a way to make a living. So uh, sharpest number on the screen, especially for college football. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about a number I got in a bowl game, Kanish, that was not sharp. That Uh-oh. would never ever be at circus sports i i I can promise you that i don't know who put it out there but i'm guessing they're uh they may be calling one of us for a job soon um but hey how's it going listen you know what i'm i'm whooped i'm running all over the place the darn holidays you know i got two kids uh what do you do for the holidays kenish you got a bunch of stuff going on or you just kind of just sit there and do nothing well, Tom, I don't, I don't envy the uh, the position of having children during the holidays uh, and, and having to partake in, uh, you know, those uh, the the family activities, the presents running around. So, uh, no, to be honest with you, it's a little bit, a uh, little bit quieter time for me. Take a little time off the the nine to five, a little, a little you know, college football and the NFL, a little bit of a swing. So, uh, you know, trying trying a little bit of relaxing this holiday season. Yeah, I don't decorate like, or put up lights either. You can put the Grinch screw on me. I'm not, you know, I don't want a bunch of crap around the house, the knickknacks, the lights, none of that. I like, you know, I'll go, I'll go, uh, you know, watch uh, somebody, somebody put up something or, uh, you know, uh, there's somewhere around the neighborhood. But am I doing it myself? No, sir. Yeah, I got three minion inflatables in my front lawn. I, it's, <laughs> you know what ruined life for people like me, Kanish, was Facebook. Uh, this, this person's doing this, this person's doing that. You know, like, you're at my age. I, listen, 20 years ago, I never remember people going to Costa Rica for their birthday. Like, at most, people got a limo and went bar hopping. Uh, it just, you got to put it on Facebook. Look what these people are doing. Look what happened. I don't care. I just want to sit here and be left alone. You got to um, step watch... your game up now, time to keep, keep the, yeah. you know, keep the missus happy. I'm getting too old for that, Kanish. You know what I want to do? I want to sit home and watch a good option football game. And luckily, oh, we have one of your, those. I bring, <laughs> this is your weekend. I yeah, bring, this I'm is my surprised weekend. you're not uh, in Annapolis or wherever they're having this thing at there. Uh, you know, uh, uh, saluting. Yeah, well, let's talk. Before we get into the, some early bowl bets I made, Kanish, let's talk about this Army-Navy game. See if you're going anywhere on this. You know, listen. The odds makers have obviously adjusted to the 10,000 straight unders in these academy games. The total's 32 and a half. It'll, I don't know, it'll probably go under, but I, I'm not going to bet under 32 and a half. You know what I did, Kanish? I, I took Army. Uh, the number got to three. The, I don't know. I think the teams are very similar. If Navy was getting three, I probably would have taken Navy. Just uh, give me a bet, a little something to watch on Saturday. Did you play this game? And if so, how do you see it? Yeah, you know, I, I think, uh, it, as you said, like, a lot of people, they uh, people love the, you know, to start the trend line. Oh, it's 56-2 in the last, uh, yeah. you know, 60. I, I mean, a lot of those totals, though, if you go back more than a few years, 
were in the 40s, some of them even in the in the low 50s. So, yeah, as you said, now the number's been adjusted down uh, probably, you know, where it should have been all these years. However, I'm not, I, again, I know some, some sharp people that, uh, you know, have put their head into a brick wall betting overs on this in the last few, betting on these military overs in the last few, and like, even on the adjusted numbers down to the low third, they're still going under. I, I, I'm with you. I just, I haven't partaken since the numbers gotten down there into the mid to low 30s. Uh, for me, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, like, I, I, the only thing I'll say is it'd be nice if people, uh, you know, one of these overs hits so everybody can stop, you know, throwing that trend out there. But, and also on the side, I agree with you too. Uh, I thought... You know, a lot of these look-aheads had Navy as a dog for most of the year. Uh, now, it, it seems to have crossed over where uh, I think it's a little rich on that. If you can get Army, I, even at our friends at Circa there actually have, uh, uh, even though I just said, they don't fade the, but the uh, Circa looks so like Circa has a, has a juiced Army uh, plus three and a couple other places now trading a little three out there. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that's probably the, the buy point there and kind of as far as it's going to go. Yeah, so how do you approach something like this, Kanish? Like, you know, some people say, well, I'm just going to keep betting it until it loses, right? And I'm going to keep betting unders until it's like, uh, you know, playing black uh, or red uh, all the time until it stops hitting. Do you buy that strategy or do you, like, like at some point, you're probably thinking, like like you said, the, the number's just too low. I mean... You got to get like 17 14, which could very well be the case to hit this under. But you know, a fumble return, an interception return for a touchdown completely changes it. So I, I would love to keep betting the trend, but the number is just not there. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, to me, it's one of those like if you if you find a you know a profitable angle and you can keep hammering it, then then yeah. But I, I think the as we just talked about, like. The, the value in these totals kind of got corrected a few years ago. Um, and even though they've still been going under in most instances, uh, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, it's still going to be, a, you know, a print fest going forward. So uh, I tend to agree. I would just, for the most part, uh, think the number's fine and just leave these alone. Plus, usually by this, this I, I, for the most part, I, I know this is your cup of tea, but I'm not the, you know, the guy that loves to come in and, uh, you know, watch, spend, uh, you know, three hours watching watch Army-Navy. I'll, uh, I'll leave this to, to you. Yeah, and like I've said in the past, the option's beautiful when they're not running it against each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I bet Army earlier this year getting seven against Air Force, and they covered, and, uh, you know, uh, Air Force had, like, almost 300 yards, 300 yards rushing in that game. How, how did they only score, like, 13 points? You get 300 yards rushing, you got to really try to uh, – so – you know, it, it, it's interesting. We'll see if that trend continues. But let's get to the bowl games, Kanish. There's a couple I bet early. Let's go to the first one where I said, I don't know who hung this number. I won't mention the book, but someone must have thought Jake Hayner wasn't playing for Fresno State, even though he said definitively he's playing. I got Fresno State at plus four and a half. I, I, I must have spent two hours researching that game, thinking that half the team was out. Uh, so I took them and I and I took the money line. I mean, this is a Fresno State team. I had them last week. They won in Boise. They're they've won eight in a row uh, since Hayner came back. They've only lost one game all season that he started and finished. That was to a good Oregon State team in the final seconds. Obviously, this number is not four and a half anymore. Uh, what do you think about this game? And what do you think about it at the current number with Fresno a slight favorite? 
Yeah, I know a friend of the show, uh, Tailgate Tent, uh, actually released this earlier today when it was, you know, one, one and a half, and then now it's steamed all the way to, to three here. I, I think with Wazoo, you've seen just, I, I believe, two of the starting linebackers have transferred, two of their top three wide receivers have transferred. Um, and as you said, a, a lot of the a lot of the data on the season data out there w- without J.K., I mean, Hayner, you could argue, is worth... Uh, Eight, nine points to this Fresno team, uh, uh, and and Fresno itself, like you know, went through a low in the middle. See, we're not just Hainer, but some of their other key players without. Um, I, normally, if this was like if these two teams were you like you know going full go in a regular season game, obviously I don't think Fresno should be uh, a three point favorite. But you're getting a Wazoo team that that's probably going to have half their you know half their two deep either in the portal out here, so. I, w- I would leave it, but I think now pretty much all the, the you know, the value yeah. out of the, the Fresno numbers gone there. I know some of the, the early look-aheads that you, uh, I know the book there that dropped some of those that I'm going to presume was expecting Jay Kaner not to play, and then he comes in and he's playing. So, yeah, I, I, and I agree with, like, you know, I mean, he's, if, if Hayner said he was out, this would probably shift all the way back to, you know, Fresno plus three yeah. there. So, I think numbers are about right uh, where it's at now. Um, I kind of lean towards the over a little bit there. I think, by all accounts, I think Cam Ward uh, is still in this one. And and a lot of that, you know, to me, I, this was a Wazoo defense that actually they had a lot of uh, nice metrics through an early part of the season that I just never felt uh, was kind of inflated against some bad opponents. It never felt was that good. Plus, now they're missing a few players, so... This would be one of the rare bowl games that uh, I, I, you know, I usually try not to, uh, you know, even play a, play a ton of overs in bowls unless I really think we're getting a value. This is one, uh, even at fifty-four, uh, I actually I still like the over here. Okay, um, and in general, how are you? Listen, bowl games are a lot tougher to bet today than they were a few years ago with the portal, with the coaches leaving like crazy. How do you approach this stuff? Are, are you waiting on, are, are you hitting anything early or are you waiting on information? Uh, what is your approach to bowl season now? Yeah, so I think nowadays, uh, for the most part, uh, I, like, I try and hit like real early, early on the opener, the numbers that I think are a real mistake. Also do a little bit of like projection in terms of who I think is going to enter the portal, mostly from a QB perspective. Um, yeah. Like which QB do I think is going to declare for the draft? Which QB is going to that? And then the other, the next part of it is if you really want to grind the information trading, it's one where you're going to see three, four, six, seven, sometimes up to 10 point moves on some of the information that comes out there. But, uh, you know, it's not, it's not one of those where it's going to last out there for more than, uh, you know, five, 10 minutes in some of these cases. So, either really got to be on top of the information. Uh, so I tried and do uh, some information grinding, bet early numbers that I like. And then as, you know, I kind of take, if you can get in some early, you know, very good positions here, you know, there's a number of bowl lines that I got that are now, you know, as you say, you can just talk about the Fresno number, you know, six, seven points off, decide, you know, what to do with it on the back end there, or, you know, kind of go into, you should get a more concrete, level of um like who's actually gonna play now we've got that early portal swoon of guys that jumped in um so now as the game gets you know when it's a few days out you should have uh in the bowl practice that are going more of a solid solid thing on who's actually gonna play for these teams so just but i know also a couple guys that say not gonna bet it at all until day before day of gonna wait till the very last minute and then i still think i can have uh 
more of an edge, uh, you know, playing the bold numbers there. So kind of depends on uh, how you want to approach it. I, I kind of like getting in early and doing some of the info trading, but uh, it, it's it's a lot crazier now than, than it used to be for sure because uh, it, the, the total landscape of college football is different even than it was, you know, three, four years ago. All right. So while Stephen Robinson asked in the chat about the Army-Navy game, any value in betting props like first score, uh, over under eight minutes or any team to score three straight times. So no team is scoring three straight times. Uh, I'm pretty feel pretty confident about that one. So Those, I, I don't know what the heck. You know, what? like the uh, whereas the market has corrected on the total. Those are probably some of the derivatives uh, that if you shop around, you can still find some value on in this game that that, you know, might be. Uh, you know, correlated to a side or a total, but not going to be, you know, uh, perfectly priced there in terms of what it actually should be in this game. So, yeah, I think those are ones if you, you kind of shop the price around, you can still still find a little bit of uh, an edge here as, as most books aren't, aren't you know, spending, uh, you know, they're, either, they're not having the, the, you know, Don Best or the market to be able to tell them exactly what that is. So, yeah, I think that's one that, uh, you know, is, is, is definitely worth more of your time to, to shop those around. Yeah, and uh, just, I mean, listen, Army's offense has looked better of late. The They've scored, you know, 78 points the last two games was against UMass and UConn. You know, if you're two just trying to look. Yeah, two, two juggernauts. <laughs> well, juggernauts you know, but, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if you're just trying to look for a little something to think that maybe this will buck the trend, I, I guess you could look at that. Now, my second bull pick, Kanish, now I know you're, I already know where you are on this one because you tweeted something out about it three minutes after I bet it. I am on the Ohio State, the world your famous. most hated team in the world, <laughs> um, at plus seven. I thought seven was the number to get. In my opinion, I think Georgia catches a little bit of a bad break here because Ohio State's one of the only teams, I think, that recruits to around their kind of level. Um, you know, they were dead in the water. They came back. You know, I think Michigan's a better team than Ohio State, but I don't know if Michigan, the way they play, can beat Georgia. If someone's going to beat them, it'll probably be Ohio State with their offense. So I think this is going to be a pretty competitive game. I took the plus seven. Yep, no, totally in line with you here. Uh, got a lot of seven myself, even still a smattering of a couple sevens out there. Uh, juice seven, I still, you know, seven minus 118, That that's still a buy for me. Um, as you... You know, you look at that LSU game, and I was on Georgia there. However, you know, like you said, you got to be, you know, objective when you're you're looking at some of these results. LSU threw it around the pitch on them, and that's yeah. with the hobble Jaden Daniels and uh, you know, Gary Nussmeyer, who's who's you know kind of a gunslinger, can be a little uh, inaccurate, a little wild at times. But now you're going to Ohio State team, better quarterback, better wide receivers, better pass protecting offensive line. Uh, that I think it matches up pretty well uh, against a Georgia team that I have. Had some questions about their secondary, about, about their pass defense, um, and they haven't had to go up against a lot of elite passing offenses this year. Now, they did shut down, you know, Tennessee and Athens. That was a game they got up for. They played really well. This is, but this is, this is an honest safety, and that's even another level above that in terms of their passing offense. I like the angle, to You know, this is Ohio, Ohio State that you've had a lot of questions, I think, in the past two years in terms of, like, their focus, their toughness, mm-hmm. just just their overall culture. It feels very sterile, kind of kind of like a minor league, you know, NFL team where um, you know there, there's just been some questions about like them them getting up and Michigan punches them in the face and then they kind of fade there. Uh, I like the spot of them coming off a bad rivalry loss, bad taste in your mouth. I think you'll get 
the focused best effort you can from an Ohio State team that has all the talent to win a natty. Um, just had a lot of performances this year where they felt either flat or disinterested or or didn't handle adversity very well. So, um, yeah, I, I think touched and go, go go back to the last week of the regular season before the Michigan game. What, what's this line if these two teams played on a neutral? And I've said this at right. three, three and a half. And that's what. Me. That's what they. That, that's exactly right. That's what odds makers were telling me is uh, three. Yeah. And now so it's even the biggest, you know, Ohio State pessimist, Georgia optimist would have been four and a half, five. You're getting a full touchdown here at some places. You got to be a buy for me. Can't let the Michigan result, uh, you know, way too heavily on there. So I agree with you. Touchdown uh, is definitely in play. I would be surprised if it closed up around there. Yeah, and one of the things to remember, and I knew the committee was going to use this angle too. That's why I knew Alabama had no chance. But the game wasn't a blowout start. To, the game midway through the third quarter was still in doubt. What Michigan does to you is their running game just leans on you and leans on you, and sooner or later it break, like everything breaks. Like that's what I think happened to Ohio State. But I bet Michigan that game, and it wasn't like at halftime I was sitting there counting my money. Agreed. Uh, you you were still. So that you know that then things went went bad. Yeah. But I, I two think, explosives you know, at the end made that look a right. lot worse than the game actually was in terms of how close it was. Yeah, agreed. All right, so my third pick. Um, see where you are on this one. I took Troy. I took him on the money line. Um, I love this Troy defense. They got some NFL guys on there, like a, a you know the the road runners, UT San Antonio. I don't think they're quite as good this year as they were last year. Um, although I bet North Texas against them, and th- that didn't work out very well. But I, I just really like this Troy defense. I, I probably got it stuck in my head because I saw them play Army, and they shut down the option as well as anyone I've ever seen. But I just like the speed and the athleticism of it. So I, I kind of think they are about a field goal. Uh, I, I made them about three points in this game. So I went to Troy minus 115 money line. Yeah, th- you know, this is an interesting uh, matchup because, as you said, Troy was really – I mean, their defense, uh, I think you can argue, is probably the, the best G5 defense uh, of, of any G5 in the country there. Um, and, and it's a game that I thought you'd have uh, – to be honest with you, I thought either Frank Harris – to me, if, when you were buying this, if you were buying it early, I thought there it was 75% Frank Harris would either go to the NFL or hit the portal and get, and get to a P5. All of a sudden, uh, and they're, you know, I thought UTSA's coach would be a big, you know, time guy mm-hmm. getting a job. They both come back. So the school ponies up and, and gets right. Fra- Frank Harris a nice NIL deal. Gets was able to retain their coach. They're changing conferences next year. So this is a fascinating game. I actually, you know, if there's, I think, you know, pick minus one is about right here. I tend to lean uh, on the under a bit. I know UTSA team that plays fast, but that there's one concern I've had with Troy. It was I was never a uh, a big you know Gunnar Watson guy. I even thought Jared Dogie was was kind of the better QB on the roster. Yeah, they went with Watson. Don't get me wrong, he comes through. They win a they win a conference title with them. Um, but it'll be interesting here. I, I think that this is one of the the bowl games where I think you're getting both teams kind of like full go. Should be one of the both teams very interested in it. So this is one of the ones that I'm super excited to to actually watch. Uh, that I think both teams will be heavily invested in. But I don't have a, uh, I, again, I can't, I'm not saying I'm, uh, you know, fading your side here, but at, at around, well, you know, pick plus one either way, uh, I get to pass for me. I do lean under on this one uh, a little bit there, but hey, it, it, I, I think it's great to watch, and I, you know, I think the, the number's about right. 
Okay. Uh, well, Trip Tepper asks uh, Kanish about the Oregon UNC game. He wants to know if it's overcorrected. UNC plus fourteen or the UNC personnel departures is too much to overcome. I mean, whew, Air Wisconsin coming to the Big Ten, Kanish. Uh, yeah, I, I can't well, wait to see that. But uh, <laughs> what do you think of this Oregon UNC game plus fourteen? That's a big one. Yeah, I don't know uh, what uh, Mr. Longo is gonna, you know, I was gonna react when he walks in and he sees, uh, you know, a bunch of white guys in the in the skill position <laughs> room there. But uh, so yeah, I'm I, this again. I, I agree with you. I, this is another one that I thought dr- there was some birds chirping that Drake May was was shopping around and gonna be on his way out. He comes back, so I, I do. I think you know, fourteen, but. There's a lot of things going against UNC here uh, in terms of, as you said, personnel departures there. The offensive coordinator is out. The last few weeks also, you saw some teams make adjustments to the UNC offense uh, and what Drake May was doing, and they basically get shut down three weeks in a row, two of those weeks against you know, uh, defenses, Georgia Tech, NC State, that, that I don't know, and then they get smashed by Clemson. Also, the vibe around the UNC pro, you know, there's been some... Uh, some rumors that the defensive staff is unhealthy, is is not happy, and there's been some, obviously they shouldn't be happy because Gene Chizik, the coach, doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, um, right. And some of the even their defensive again, they don't have a great defense, and some of their defensive players have already left. Um, plus Oregon, you know, Knicks is going to play, and I think they have a huge trench advantage here. Um, it's one that, to be honest with you, even at even at fourteen, like, do I think that's a bit inflated? Yes. Do I really want to jump in here and play UNC? Uh, I don't think so. Um, to be honest with you, I, I, I did play some under when it was in like the low 70 to like 73-ish. Uh, what's the current out there? I think it's like 71, 72 right now. So, um, yeah, I, I would still kind of lean that. There's, yeah, there is a, actually the one, one book, mostly 71, circa 70, 172 out there. I think 71 or better, I'd still play some under. Um I just, I'm, I'm worried. Uh, there's a lot of things that are quite concerning about the UNC program right now, even though May's coming back. Yeah, no, I agree. I had a big play on Clemson last week. Game went just like I thought it would. The They just mash them. Uh, that, like I said last week, that, was, that, that wasn't a play on Clemson. It was a complete fade of North Carolina in that spot. I, I think, you know, they, they've really hit a wall here. It'd be tough for me to back them uh, in a bowl game. The now, if I was a tout Kanish, my 100 unit Kasali <laughs> blowout of bowl Uh-oh. season is would be this one. I took Southern Miss, um, minus a six and a half. I think they blow rice out of the water. Uh, Southern Miss is one of my favorite football teams to watch again, similar to Troy, very underrated defense. I think you know, rice backing into a bowl game here, uh, five and seven or whatever they are. I, I like Southern Miss to roll them. What do you think about this one? I like this one, Mr. Gasol. It was one that I've been on the verge of. Um, that you've been in the, you know, kind of on the to see where the numbers going. But no, I'm I am with you here. Um, and and I like I like under a touchdown here. You know, Southern Miss. They were a team that I don't think the market had totally caught up with at the end of the right. season when they made the QB change and Trey Low came in and they had they I think their offense was a lot better. He's, you know, explosive quarterback, uh, able to even pass a little bit more. And now you're getting him. He should have a few more weeks to, to get more of the offense installed. So I like, you know, young quarterback here getting getting some more prep time. Um, I agree with that. I think they're a significantly better team than Rice. You know, Rice kind of started off the season hot, faded down the stretch there. Uh, I think there's a pretty wide talent gap here. I haven't 
look to see if Frank Gore Jr. was had committed to playing in this game yet. Uh, but that that would be one I'd want to because I think obviously he's uh, you know the best skill player there for Southern Miss. But regardless, uh, that's one that yeah no at, at current there uh, I, I like that I am I am on board with you here that that I think Southern Miss was the a team that was a little undervalued here and I still think, it, I think it's still under a touchdown. Uh, worth a bet there. So, no, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That'll be a uh, hit-the-books Friday consensus best bet. Yeah. All right. got Southern Miss. Now, the next one, you know, you always, you know, I always save the, the best for last. Uh, oh, the, There ain't going to be a consensus you're gonna here. You're going to pull out the stupid green hat for this one? Or what? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going there. I, you're going to hate the heck out of this one. Not only did I get a bad number, you're going to hate the pick. But uh, uh, maybe it's because I just watched too much of the one team. I got Alabama. Um, and here's why. I, I bet Kansas State to win the Big 12. They they, they cashed that for me. Um, but I've watched all their games this year. Their defense, I, I know people for the Tide aren't going to play. I think Alabama can line up and rush for 250 on them. I just think there's a huge talent discrepancy. Um, and the thing about Alabama is everyone points to that Utah game that was 15 years ago. You know, Alabama showed up against Michigan a couple. Of, I, I think Saban guards against that now because of that that egg they laid in that. But everyone points to that Alabama's not going to show up. I, I just think they can show up and run the ball and win this game easy. So I know the numbers down. Everyone's everyone's going with Kansas State. You look at that Texas game. Texas ran over Kansas State like they weren't even there. I think you see a similar result here. Yeah, this is one that you know, pretty. Uh, I mean. If Al, if you, if they, if you know, this is a regular season game, and you saw Alabama minus three on a neutral versus <laughs> Kansas State, it'd be like, you know, bet, bet every, bet you, you know, the the kids, you know, the little little Thomas right. College fund on this one. Uh, but I, again, I this is there's a ton of I think most people are making the assumption, especially based on the market move that that Bryce Young, Will Anderson, uh, some other guys won't play. I, I as far and again, so I think you'll see. You know, people are saying who's more motivated, Kansas State, get in this one. I, I, I tend to agree with you that now it's gotten to the point where it's like Alabama or nothing. Um, however, I, I, if it, if no Bryce Young here, this is the one I really like the under. As you said, it'd be both teams. As I still think Alabama's defense will, will be, no matter, even if Will Anderson doesn't play, they're not short on talent uh, on the defense, right. and I think they'll be able to control Kansas State's ground game, what they want to do. Um, so this is one... I like the under. I like this under quite a bit. Uh, it, it's I think Alabama should be able to control it here. And if Alabama has to go to Jalen Milrow, you know he's a he's basically an RPO. He's a runner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, he, I mean, they were one when he had to come in here. He's not. He's probably you know throwing the ball 10, 12 times or something right. like that. They're running RPO all game. So uh, I, I think the under there. If you get word Bryce Young is out, I, even though the sides kind of baked in. Unders a banger. So to me, I would be if you're out there. Uh, I played a little bit just you know in in uh, you know in anticipation that that he's going to be out. I think you will see some Alabama you know portal transfers too. They're going to be down at the wide receiver position. So I like under regardless here. If if word drops that Young is out, uh, under is a hammer. Yeah, I, I always I always worry about trying to guess motivation. You know, I mentioned, you know, a couple years ago, I was told Alabama wasn't going to show up against Michigan. Game was over in 10 seconds. I was told the year TCU got screwed in the playoffs, they weren't going to show up, won the game by 50. So I just, I think it's hard to try to, unless you just see a bunch of people, like we mentioned, North Carolina, you got a bunch of people leaving, you might see some players leaving. So things like that. But 
teams like Alabama and Ohio, like again, another another one. I was told Ohio State wasn't going to show up for the Rose Bowl last year. Well, uh, they showed up. So, <laughs> right, second half definitely. Yeah, they, they they showed up uh, to, to close her out, no doubt. Yeah, so I think it's hard to bet motivation. But those are my, five of my picks, Kanish. But the one I've been dying to ask you about because I haven't played it yet. I want to get your thoughts on it. I know a lot of people like this TCU team. I think Michigan's going to pound them into to the earth. I, I really do. I just think, uh, again, I've seen a lot of Big 12. It's a fun conference. These teams are good. But where they struggle is where teams like Michigan are strong. You know, up front, just mash them. Uh, what is your, it's seven and a half. I want to bet the Wolverines. What is your recommendation on this game? You know, I actually, I, I agree with you. I played some, uh, you know, seven dropped. Uh, There's a few places dropped flat seven. So I bought some of that. I even was able to get like a, uh, a juice six and a half for a bit. I think most of the market has pretty much shifted uh, to seven and a half uh, kind of wide. But if you can get, uh, you know, like even a seven with, uh, you know, seven minus 115, a seven minus 120, I, I think that's worth a bet. I thought this would trade between eight and nine and a half most of the time. Some early TCU move. Uh, and I, I disagree with it. So it's a TCU team that ran very well for most of the year. And again, defense was playing well end of the season. But um, it's just, it, it's not a great TCU team. It, it's a team that deserves to be here, won the right games. Um but in terms of any, you know, modeling or data or any of that, like, it, it's a very, you know, I would say, uh, you know, above average team, uh, but a team that that is nowhere near, you know, a top four, top five team in the country. Uh, and I think Michigan, you know, present, is going to present them a lot of challenges, especially in terms of what they do offensively. Uh, TCU, when they can't establish the run game and get the run game, I, I just don't think, and again, don't get me wrong, great story, Max Duggan, uh, I think, he, you know, him, not it, it seems like forever ago that he didn't start against that Colorado yeah. <laughs> game and Chandler Morris, you know, against what looked against what turned out to be like the worst Colorado team of all time, looked terrible in the first half, uh, gets hurt and Duggan comes in and then you know the storybook is written. But you know when he's forced to be like the the you know the passing offense, uh, a lot of it's turned into just like jump ball to Quinton Johnson, you know, that I don't think he can be the efficient type. Michigan plays two deep safeties and they can still stop the run uh, with their defensive tackles. Uh, they got elite defensive tackle play. So I think that'll be really hard for TCU, uh, you know, to, to gauge. And it was a Michigan team that was banged up at a few significant positions. Uh, and not just, you know, Blake Corum was the, you know, the, uh, you know, the one that everybody talked about, but they were banged up at defensive end. They were banged up at tight end. They were banged up on O-line. Now all of those guys will be, you know, fresh, healthy. Um, and I, I just, I think TCU's a little bit over their head here. So I would agree with you. I would play, I, I'd, I'd prefer a, uh, you know, a 7 minus 115, 7 minus 120 to the 7.5. But also like an under 59. I played some, there was, I played an under flat 60. I like 50, under 59. I think this is more of a total. It should be 56.5, 57. Uh, just think TCU's going to struggle to move the ball. And you saw McCarthy in a, in a few of the big games at the end there. Finally, looked like the guy hitting the explosive plays and hitting the deep balls that uh, that, that that you know the Michigan needed him to do. Um, and and I, I just I think you know in some of these games where we have a ton of prep time, I lean towards the better coaching staff. Uh, and I, I just think Michigan's got a significantly better staff than TCU does. So uh, yeah, no, I'm with you on on Big Blue. Not a homer play, uh, but just I think touchdown if you can get it, it's too short. 
Yeah, it reminds me kind of the Georgia-Michigan game last year where everybody liked Michigan. Just thought to myself, I, that the Michigan offense wasn't going to beat that Georgia defense. I mean, that was a pro defense. And just, you know, they didn't have the they, – they had McNamara, who was kind of limited. Yeah. Um, and it just feels kind of similar where this is a different Michigan team now. They've been to the playoff. They had their we beat Ohio State, yippee, we, you know – uh, stuff and now they're coming, they're coming for business, and I, I just think it's going to get ugly in this game, you know. But, uh, you know, Tripp says he, he'd argue that Kansas State's offensive style is cl- close to Michigan. K State should have beaten TCU twice this season. That That's correct. I mean, that's the you know, TCU or K State, one of the more physical teams yeah. in the Big 12, they'll, they'll run it right at you. And uh, boy, man, TCU had a lot of trouble in that championship game, you know, stopping the deuce, stopping the. TCU's offense. So I, I think it's going to, even if TCU stays close early, I think it's going to be similar to Ohio State. That line, those tight ends just hammering on you all game. Sooner or later, boom, it breaks. It's all Michigan. No, yeah, I agree. I, I agree with the comp. Uh, that, fir- that first time they played uh, was quite expensive for Joey K there in the, in the <laughs> second half when, you know, uh, the, the, the walk on or whoever is playing quarterback and he, he can't cover the, the number there. So, yeah, that, that was one of the, the, the ones I don't look, look back with, uh, you know, fond memories of. But, yeah, no, I think, I mean, it's hard. You, you don't get a lot of those teams in the Big 12 that, that you kind of line up and want to, you know, run and pound it at you. Um, but, you know, Kleiman's kind of brought over that North Dakota State culture there. And TCU Trump, they don't have a lot of size on the defensive line. Uh, so, yeah, I think that'll be tough to deal with. I think Michigan's got the best offensive line in the country. Uh, and, and that kind of leads itself to, uh, you know, Michigan in the underplay there. All right. Well, you've been watching Hit the Books on the Hammer Betting Network, powered by Circus Sports. Bet like the pros with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips. Experience big at bets, the highest betting limits, better money line splits with the lowest hold percentage in the business, great customer service. Get your new bookie today at circusports.com. Kanish, it's always good talking to you, breaking down the games. We'll be back next Friday talking about some more bowl games. Uh, we'll see how we'll see who's opted out, coaches changes. I mean, I know Syracuse had a bunch of movement recently in, in the coaching staff, so those things matter. We'll we'll break it all down. Uh, Hey, thanks for stopping by, talking about some bowls with me. I'm going to go bet Michigan. Go blue. We got it. The Big Ten, baby. Ohio (laughs) State, Michigan. (laughs) It's our time. It's uh, the SEC's had their run. But uh, for Tom Casale, Joey Kanish, we will see you next Friday on Hit the Books. Sounds good, brother. (laughs) 